Hello and welcome to the Multiversity Manga Club. I'm Walt, and as always, I am joined by my delightful co-hosts, Zach and Emily. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Doing well. Um, so just to address this right at the top, you know, Skip, I want to address the situation. That's a joke for, you know, one of our listeners, at least. We're going to be changing the format of the podcast from here on out, make it up a little bit differently. We're going to start off on the first Friday of every week. We're going to... Month. First Friday of every <laughs> month. Also the first Friday of every week and the only Friday of every week. Mm. We're going to talk about the previous month in Shonen Jump. So kind of like how we'd been previously ending our episodes. And then we're going to be doing our book club portion in the middle of the month. Uh, so it'll be coming in two separate installments instead. Uh, so look forward to that change. And yeah, just things will be a little bit different. But basically, the core is still the same. Talking about current ongoings and then talking about something uh, else that we've been reading. Just making two podcast episodes out of kind of what we used to do. All right, so with that out of the way, we're going to start with our discussion about the previous month of Shonen Jump, particularly the month of August. And I wanted to start off speaking about a series that kind of ended already. Um, we've got the last chapter of this epilogue of sorts to Food Wars. We got that just uh, this past weekend as we record. And so in a sense, we've now had the series end twice. And I think that this one's made it a little bit better. You know, we weren't 100% satisfied with the original ending. And there's, you know, only so much that you can do with when it seems like as what likely happened, they kind of had to end on relatively short notice. I think this little spin-off epilogue address some of the issues that I had still not perfect but I guess the main thing that I've had my complaints about that was introduced in this at least I think in this was the reveal of who Asahi's true father is so weird do you think that was originally I, planned I don't know I, I actually kind of like it <laughs> I don't I don't hate it. I honestly can't tell if it was originally planned based on... Because then what... Uh, shoot, I, I keep wanting to say Izami. Asahi's plan to marry Arina would have been really screwed up. Right. I mean, otherwise. he didn't know. He didn't know. It's very I, Star Wars. I, I, I was going to say, Star it's a very Wars, Star yeah. Wars situation. And I guess Izami is kind of Darth Vader. He it, is actually yeah. kind of... <laughs> oh, no, I love it. <laughs> So, I don't know. It, it kind of came out of left field. I I honestly can't say whether it... I kind of feel like it's a twist I could I could have seen Food Wars do, but I, I kind of felt like Azami was already out of the picture, so I'm not sure why right. they would have done that if the story had were to continue. Yeah. I don't know. It mainly goes back to, you know, our prior complaints about just not liking Sorry that much to begin with. Yeah. I was... I at least didn't love Asahi. I didn't really love his shtick. I didn't really think he was super interesting or threatening as a villain. I felt like he kind of, 
Like, he was almost like one of the students, but he was also the main bad guy. And I didn't really think that ever really gelled right and never really felt correct. I don't I don't know. It just didn't feel like how things should have progressed after Azami. And we've said this a lot that at least I think Walter and I think that if the series was going to end, it should have ended with the Azami arc. Or it should have it should have had some kind of uh, falling action mm-hmm. after the Azami arc rather than going into something right. else. Because I feel like that was a really high point of the series. That's how I would have done it anyway. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, I think we've all like, a, you know, kind of made the observation that that was kind of the climax of the series. And then this kind of felt like, in retrospect, a weird extended epilogue. Um, yeah. Which is funny yeah. because then we did actually get a real epilogue. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's better than the Harry Potter epilogue. Oh my goodness! Most, I, <laughs> yeah. Like, I would judge an epilogue like a bad epilogue by like the, the time Harry Potter. The, specifically the time skip epilogue. Right. I think this it, was it can fine. be. It can be. A, it's certainly a bit cliche. Yeah. Um, to be like the whole "Where are they now?" Type. It was thing. a little bit like TV special ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought yeah. it was fine. Yeah, it was. It was. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of my big complaints with the real ending, the main ending or whatever, is that it just, you know, kind of didn't offer any closure for the uh, extended cast. And and this did that, even if it was just, you know, hard exposition. It's just, this is what they did and where they are now. Yeah, Um, that's good. I mean, it's good. Right. Um, And this is, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but entirely through these epilogue chapters is where we got the um story about soma's mother right i believe so i think so yeah because that had always been something of a mystery right something yeah i i don't know if she'd if like anything had ever been really i don't remember anything really being teased at before about like you know anything with joichiro being like We'll talk about what happened with Mom. your mother. Like in Game later. of Thrones, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, full disclosure, I didn't read all of Food Wars. I yeah, read, there's, like, a, the there's a few first... volumes of a gap for me. Yeah, yeah I read the first same. couple volumes and then I picked up like maybe 150 chapters ago or something yeah. like that. I want to say like two or three years ago I picked it up. So I very I could very well be just wrong here, but it does seem like this is the most, at least if she did show up, this is the most we ever got yeah, about I... her. I don't know if you guys noticed this or, or caught this, but it, and it's been a month since I read it, so I may be a little bit off on the details, but in the second chapter where you were getting a lot of her background, there was this bit where it like went out of the way to show her getting a haircut and then taking a photo, which made me wonder if maybe they had showed a photograph early in the mm-hmm. series and... Oh, maybe, and they're trying to preserve the content. Yeah, yeah. It, it very much felt like that because it was like, could be focusing on. Oh, you got a haircut. Let's take a picture. <laughs> right. Th- that could be. Can't yeah. check right now, but yeah, I wouldn't. I, 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 I would believe that. I think. Um, I thought the whole thing with his mom and everything. I mean, yes, it's like, it's in some ways, it's. You could say it's like very late fridging. It's not quite the same thing because it's not really providing like, you know, um, motivation motivation to continue. This is at the very end and right. more like just a secret reveal that the whole time Drucher has been a sad boy. Um, yeah, but I mean... I thought it was handled fine. Yeah, it 
because also um, they never really talked about where she'd gone. It it wouldn't have made sense for her to still be alive and right. not see her family. Like, yeah. I, I don't think they could have dropped something like, oh, she's traveling the world and she's never coming back kind of thing. Right, like, right. And I mean, they pretty much already did, did that, that with like Ariana's family. And Joichiro was also a wandering yeah, that, uh, cook. Yeah. And so is Soma now. So all in all, I thought it was, it was good. It, I think it like salvaged the ending of Food Wars a bit. Yeah. Whereas like, if, if, if the official last chapter was all that we got, I would, it would, be kind of disappointing. It's a bit of a sour note to end on. But I think this made it probably about as good as it could be while still, like, you know, having to end probably earlier than they expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You don't, I got the, I like, feeling that a lot of these plot points were things that going to be explored in, in future arcs, but instead yeah. just kind yeah. of got truncated, which I mean, I'm glad yeah, that do- they at least got to do that. Yeah. yeah, you you would have like the secret of Soma's mom arc and the mm-hmm. uh, Sahi's secretly part of the Erna family. Yeah, uh, Nahiri family. Um, the Erna family. I mean, that's basically what it is now. Yeah, Asahi. I, sorry, Jesus. I keep saying the wrong name when I mean the other one. Azami being defanged sucks, though. To me, <laughs> it, it makes sense in the story. I get why they did it. That he's not this—he's not evil anymore. But I loved evil Azami so much. He was a good he had, villain. He had such a commanding presence, and now he's just this like kind of demure husk of what he once was. <laughs> I don't even know if he's doing anything anymore. He's, <laughs> he's just, just hanging he's, out. He's just hanging around the mansion. <laughs> he's just tired. Yeah. And getting owned by... He does by, look very tired. He looks tired, and he just gets owned by Arena all the time, and he's just kind of... Putting up with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's I guess it's fair retribution for what he put her through, which they had a very creepy relationship. <laughs> I, I didn't really mind it so much in the story. What I didn't like was they had a cover one time that really sexualized them... Yeah. Arena and sorry, it sexualized the relationship. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was a bit strange in a way that now I know I'm talking about food wars, but it just if you ever see the cover I'm talking about, you'll you'll know what I mean. It just wasn't good to me. <laughs> On the note of I know we're talking about food wars. Um one of the things that I really liked about the final chapter um compared to the original ending, and I think we mentioned it when we talked about it on the show previously was that so yes if it's the final chapter of food wars you have to have some like funny mm-hmm. sexy food thing yeah. in it. It, it that's just it's the that, gimmick that's of food wars yeah. yeah yeah you have to have it i thought that in the original ending chapter trying to combine that with the emotional climax with irina eating Soma's food or whatever. Yeah. I felt that kind of undercut it a little bit. It was a bit muddled in that sense. And so I think in this chapter, the, the true ending or whatever the hell you want to call it, the way that they had like, you know, the group of them eating, you know, the octopus and having like the tentacle <laughs> suggestion. Uh, I mean, beyond suggestion, oh, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, having that, also being a throwback to the very first chapter for hmm. true fans, having that with the group and having that just be kind of like funny mm-hmm. and then having the true, like, you know, simultaneous, like emotional climax and 
like final page of like just Soma, you know, talking about his like internal talking about internal talking internal monologue. monologue. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yes. About Irina and having you know just the ending with him like you know off screen giving her um, the food and like saying to dig in. I thought separating those two yeah. was much better and much more effective. Being able to both have a satisfying emotional climax while yeah. also being able to like you know have a fun sexy reference to yeah. the kind of series that it's uh, been the whole time also i think this is the first time there's been a foodgasm over something that tasted bad because they said no, it no, tasted that, really bad that that was also in the um very first chapter oh really the octopus mm-hmm. yeah it didn't taste good because it was supposed to like symbolize yeah. her being you know oh the... okay <laughs> violated my <Violated by> food <laughs> the, to put it Lightly, yeah. So, um, any other cool. last thoughts on Food Wars? Um, the end was not exactly what I wanted, but if it had to end like this, certainly could have been worse. I don't know. I kind of feel like Wars is something that I don't know why I feel this way. I feel like in a couple of years, he could maybe, the creators could maybe do something else. Oh, I'm sure we'll be seeing that yeah. sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, I could have stayed with the Food Wars story a bit more. I mean, I kind of wanted to see what... I mean, I guess this just whole last arc was kind of just a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Editorially speaking. And it just didn't pay off for them how they wanted, which is a shame for a series that was so popular. Relatively speaking. I think it was one of the more popular things it in It definitely Jump. was. Yeah, and, and especially with the anime, too. Like, the anime, I feel like, really yeah. bolstered its popularity, too. Right. It was a pretty good series. I wouldn't say it was always a favorite. I always liked reading it a lot. I always thought I thought the translation yeah. was always really good too for that one. Whoever translates that, oh my gosh, I, I should pull their name up. I think I know who it is, but I want to make sure yeah, I, I get the name right. Um, they I'll know, I'll they do a really good. I've written about it a few times. They always do really good work. Let's see here. Very professional. Of course, it's not going to tell me within the first few pages. That's all right. (laughs) We'll just move on. Why don't you guys, or did did you guys want to give your final thoughts too? Oh, I don't know if Zach has anything more to say. Yeah, I don't really. Yeah, it. I am glad that it did get these three issues or three chapters. I should say it. um, Much more satisfying, and and maybe I'll revisit it one day. Um, I. There is a big chunk in the middle that I miss, and I, I would maybe like to revisit that, but... Yeah. There's a lot to read. <laughs> Translation is Adrian Beck. That's it, Adrian Beck. Lettering Maricoman. So, very good job from Adrian Beck and Maricoman on that. All right. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> We're talking about the uh, new series introduced in August, Mission Yozakura Family. So... I don't want to talk about it myself too much because if you check out multiversitycomics.com, um, I actually wrote a review for the first chapter. Uh, this is by Hitsuji Gondaira. So I won't, at least to start, I won't tilt my hand. Zach, I want your impressions first. Cause... So... <laughs> <sighs> Trying to be diplomatic about this. Yeah, there is there is a interesting idea in this in this new series. There there's a good there's a concept 
that is inter that is oh man i'm <laughs> there is a, a kernel of a good concept here with the spy family i think i'd agree with that that is a, a cool idea but it's wrapped in a weird like teen bride also like sister love thing that's just not great not not no. great yeah so it's bad folks <laughs> there's a recurring theme of of like new things in shonen jump this month that are interesting ideas that are made worse by execution and i guess gimmick right i mean at least this one i don't have to like feel like i have to apologize like i swear i'm not a prude or anything it has nothing to do with being a prude i just, just don't bad. like it yeah yeah so as mm. zach alluded to the main gimmick is this i mean well it's yozakura family a family of spies which at first i was being a little overly critical because i was like well, are any of these people really spies they just seem more like also i'm confused like family tends to suggest like gangster mafia ties right. yeah yeah which i will say like i know a you know, with where we're recording, we've gotten one of the September issues. And I, and I will say that, like, to the series benefit and to its credit, they do kind of play with the goofiness of how they're not actually spies at all. They're just like right. spies in name only. Yeah. But, but I mean, in, in fairness, like, you know, how much of James Bond is like actually being a spy in yeah. a lot of the movies? So, yeah, it's. Uh, it's really bad. It's got this, as you said, Zach, this whole sister love angle. Now, thankfully, it's not like the main character. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the, the, the villain. Main, yeah, it's at least at this point, the like most antagonistic figure so far is the older brother of the main character's love interest. Yeah. He's known since they were kids. And now that he sees that this kid is you know a threat or however you want to say it because he's really protective of his sister to an uncomfortable way and i mean on the one hand one thing i'll give it is like yeah it doesn't like portray that as just like or at least not entirely as oh it's just you know cute and quirky like you know everyone everyone talks about like yeah it's gross and overbearing and it's not good so i mean it's not like so at least it's not like kind of setting it up in a sort of like, oh, isn't yeah. this nice type of thing? But man, I just don't like reading that shit. No. <laughs> I I can't get into it even when it's... Ah. It's really bad. I didn't like this at all. I will say, I think a problem with a lot of these sort of things that I think fail right out the bat is they try to be like too many things at once. So this is trying to be, I guess, a romance and a comedy. A romantic I, comedy, if you would. Okay, yes. But also with action, too. With yeah. action, I think this would be okay if they took out... They took out... Okay, maybe take out the creepy perv stuff and make it more about how he's overprotective and just make it a comedy. It'd probably be better. But I don't I don't really... I don't know. I don't care about this enough to like want it to be good. Yeah, it's But just... I'm just thinking of ways that you could make this less terrible to read. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a, like, you know, common trope you know particularly in manga recently i feel like obviously there's always been like the protective 
brother. That's, you know, a trope as old as fiction, pretty much. But this specific kind has been on the... And it it just does... I'm very much not here for it. Yeah. Do not care for it. I'm not amused by this anymore, (laughs) especially when it's just the same old stuff. And really, it's just this different coat of paint. Right. This is just a guy that... A super, it's basically a super spy. All of them are with different abilities, uh, and it's not particularly funny. Even, I mean, no, I didn't no. think it was the, very funny. No. The one thing that did get a, a credit where credits due. I might have said that already. I've abused that phrase a bit. One thing that did make me chuckle a bit was like the spy magazine or whatever. That was kind how, of funny. Yeah. How he's like always on like the cover. That was funny. Yeah. Give it that. That was that was a good joke. Otherwise, yeah, these things just don't have jokes. They don't really have things that I would say is like a funny set piece. It's just supposed to be funny because isn't it weird that yeah, he's so a... creepy? I don't. I don't think isn't it weird dot 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 stuff is. Yeah, funny. that's a, that's a good way to. <laughs> there aren't in particular uh, not much in the way of actual jokes. No, the magazines were jokey yeah that, that was a joke yeah and some of the designs were a little interesting yeah, like the guy with the, the bucket bucket or the bag some yeah kind of bag. he had like a bucket or like a yeah it was like a he metal looked like bucket a, guilt, thing. a yeah. guilty gear character he looked like faust from guilty Gear. like buckethead what's buckethead famous uh guitarist that everybody knows and loves never mind who <laughs> no don't worry about it it's Mid two thousands crap that people will understand the Doctor the Faust reference. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I don't really know what else to say. I the guess art I'll was keep... fine. See, I didn't even think it wasn't. It, it I didn't just looked like it. it looked like something. I don't know. Yeah. It, it it had it didn't even really have a style. It looks like somebody just drew. I, don't, I, <laughs> I, I know what you. Mean. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't I think thought they... it looked a little. Um... I did. I did get, and maybe it's because I just read them in quick succession. I got some mild food wars vibes uh, occasionally with some of the mm-hmm. character designs, but yeah. it, it was like it was like food wars light. Right. So, you can for more detailed thoughts, you can check out my review. But I'm if you guys want to give it another couple more chapters, be my guest. I'm not reading any more of this. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get better and. If there's any justice in this world, it will not get picked up. <laughs> well, there's I mean, not, so there's no justice. Yeah, uh, true. I mean, we never learn is still going, so. Yeah. So let's move on to a one-shot. Well, that was also not good. Really bad. Can we? Ju- I mean, can we just say it was really bad and then maybe, like, mention that panel where the kendo stick was held in a particular way yeah. and, then, and then, like, move on? Yeah, I, F. Uh, Ken, F. Ken, I... Don't even know who. It, it was it, the mangaka that created uh, Assassination Classroom. That's right. That's right. Um, Whoa! I did not realize that. <laughs> I think yeah. they might have some things they want to write about. You say Matsui. Yeah. Uh, um, they might have some things that they want to work out it w- in <laughs> on this manga. I don't know. This, in some ways, this was like someone was trying to make a somewhat comedic version of Tomie without realizing that's what they were doing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tomie 
Yeah, tell me it was actually good, really well, good. Well, yes, besides and, that. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm just saying I can understand why somebody would want to do that. Yeah. Oh, the art was better than the Yatsura, uh, what is it called again? Mission Yozakura family? Yeah, credit where credit is due. It looked It looked pretty good. good. See, I said it again. Credit where credit it's, is due. It's fine. It's a common, no, I'm, I'm going to keep thinking about common it. common thing people say. So, this is just basically a girl takes over a kendo club at a high school and makes it about fetishes. Yeah. She, she gets, she gets the members of the club horned up. So they fight. Well, and literally, literally as you do, I, as think, one does. I think there's a way you could make this darkly funny, maybe not in a shonen magazine. Right. And I just don't like the dishonesty about it. I feel like there's some dishonesty about it. Like, I mean, I don't know it. I guess I'm a little bit hypocritical because I think Food Wars walks the line kind of barely, but yeah. does it better than this. Something like this. It's just, F. Ken just seems like they want to, I was like, just put this in a, in a seinen or something that adults are going to read. Like this is, I mean, I know teenagers are horny, but this is just kind of, it also, it, it was problematic in certain ways. And I don't know. I, don't, I can't really remember exactly the examples I had in mind because it's been a while since I read it and I didn't really want to revisit it, but yeah, it just didn't really and as, have much going for it. And again, it wasn't super funny. Yeah, not really. <laughs> again, no, it was it just was, like, it isn't wasn't it funny? funny at all. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't not, not, yeah. It, it's, I mean, it, and there was that one panel that I alluded to and I, I only, so I, Brian reviewed <laughs> Fken for this oh, time. No. Yeah. That, he, that's, he must, <laughs> That's the funny part of it to me. Isn't anything like in the context of it, but our uh, editor in chief, or maybe stuff. not, he maybe has... not officially editor in chief. He must... He's the editor in chief. He must hate manga now. Yeah, he, <laughs> who is not a manga reader normally, um, he was you know stepping in to do a review, and yeah, he just always like by coincidence gets <laughs> shit like this <laughs> whenever he steps in to. Yeah. In the spot or whatever. I think he might have gotten one thing he liked once. Yeah. But um, yeah. So he, he does always get weirdly sexual things, and then he—it's it, definitely shaped his conception. Yeah. It's like when you you know not to make Brian feel old when he listens to this, but you know like when your dad or something like just like no no it's not always like this I swear. <laughs> your your mom or dad walking in. <laughs> at a weird part and like a video game cutscene yeah. or something. Yeah. Have you guys seen this. the the like uh like anime dad cartoon thing? No. Oh man. I, so. I need to like Dad find of it Light? No, no, that is nice. Let me let me yeah. <laughs> I'll have to like find it and send it to you guys. But Vin, okay. Vince like brings it up in <laughs> response to Brian at least like once a month so oh, you, you mean the old like uh comic from online the yeah yeah the comic oh, oh, yeah, the, not, the, yeah the old son i am disappointed that's may, an old one it, well it, may, it might not be that one it's like the one where the kid is like trying to express how like deep and 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 that's the sure anime my, is. My kawaii, uh, yeah, yeah yeah that one okay yeah yeah that is that is extremely the dynamic with brian now Aww. i feel <laughs> It's just it's just unfortunate that Brian has only seen like the worst of the worst and <laughs> has never gotten deep into the the good series, but that's okay. Oh well, so that's all there. It, it's not good. If you missed it, don't go back and read it. 
I mean, can. dislike, no. don't like it. I guess it's cool that he got to do a one shot or something that he seems passionate about. <laughs> Doesn't really make me want to read Assassination Classroom either. Yeah. Yeah, no. Though I like the design of the thing in Assassination Classroom. I think it's really cool. It is a good design. It, it it's different. Like I like I like that, and I kind of like that it's a very silly, ridiculous cons- concept. I think I don't know. I don't know if Assassination Classroom is as perverted as this thing. Hope not. I would assume not. But maybe there's it is like, a tentacle monster. True, that's, but I didn't really true. get the sense when I would hear people talk about it that it was like that perverted. Probably not. I don't know. Maybe we'll read Assassination Classroom at some point, but again, this is making me want to put that off for a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so we'll close off this section by Emily and Zach, at least. Uh, final impressions on the end of last Sayuki, um, as I mentioned, I believe, last time. Once, <laughs> once I heard that it was being canceled, I didn't bother catching up. Walter dipped I, out. I was the less enthused of it. You know, it was fine. I didn't dislike it, but I just kind of got bored with it. Yeah. But you guys yeah. stuck it out, huh? It was a little boring. Well, Emily, you you stayed up with it like all the way. I think oh. I just hopped in at the end. So why don't why don't you like riff on it a little bit? Um, well, the art was pretty good. It was very clean and it looked very like this person was very um the mangaka, I'm sorry, let me get them here. Uh, Daijiro Nonoe looks like they, you know, they have a very clear, concrete style. And I think you mentioned when we first started reading it that it had a very, like, 2002, like, 2003, like, JRPG style yeah, or something 100%. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the characters definitely looked like video game characters. And in some ways, that was a propos because. At one point, uh, I, now I don't really remember the lore details for this. This series, one of my complaints with it is that it was so dense. It just had this lore and this story, which on the surface, fairly interesting, but just so, just very wordy and stuff I couldn't really wrap my head around for concepts that were not really that hard to grasp. It was just so packed in there. I, I just, I think it was too verbose or something. I don't know. A lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of telling or, you know, telling, not showing with, mm-hmm. with the backstory and stuff. Um, but they did eventually, like, the characters eventually go to this world where they can kind of, I guess, conceptualize themselves as, like, they're, uh, as, like heroes or from fiction that they think are really cool. And one of the girls, one of the, the main girl character, kind of looks like a Sailor Moon ripoff. And in some ways, then she kind of looks like a, like a character from, like, a, a Tales game or something, right. like a JRPG Xenosaga. I think it was supposed to be a specific <laughs> reference to a previous... It might have been. It, it, was, it, was very, it was a Sailor Moon. It was a shoujo. It was a very uh, referential type thing because yeah. Yeah, they were talking about Son Goku. And, and it, yeah. Eventually, in the end, like I stopped worrying about the sister stuff because, again, there was a brother-sister dynamic that I was a little worried about. But they it weren't being, actually... They, right. It was I got, like I got really confused at the end about yeah, the relationships there. Well, especially just like me jumping in for the last couple of chapters. It it was a trip. Um <laughs> Yeah. It... <laughs> I but it had a I I maybe I, I don't know if you would agree Emily having read it all, but it definitely seemed like from the the penultimate chapter to the final chapter, it, it's like it, it seemed like they got word that it was ending, like in between yeah. those two, and it's just like, okay, let's uh, let's just right. wrap it up. 
and and again like that last chapter coming full circle again gave me major <laughs> like specifically earthbound vibes oh okay um, yeah uh so, like that last image of them going up against that big monster <laughs> yeah. with like baseball yeah. bats and and well, things basically uh i guess kind of earthbound spoilers but i mean some of the monsters at least like yeah the earthbound thing because the main character the main villain the main character the main villain in earthbound is like a confused baby god thing from what Mm -hmm. i remember at least in the well earthbound is technically the second game in mother series but we'll get into that oh yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) mother one mother two and mother three so yeah no you're not you're not completely wrong there um it definitely had like video game vibes of like the just the whole thing. I mean, we talked about the designs kind of looking like a, like a mid early mid two thousands JRPG, but then kind of just the the lore dumps and like how they fought and stuff, how their powers were mani- manifested in this world. Very gamey. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the designs were kind of neat. There was the dad who had the super long nose, kind of looked like a kaiji character or something. And then there was this like little boy character who was kind of goth and had like half black, half white hair. And not of course, actually a little boy. He was actually like thirty eight or something, uh, <laughs> and he was kind of cool. And then uh, there was I, I don't know. I mean, most of the designs were pretty generic, though. I thought, except for those two. Yeah, there. I mean, there was the guy, the kid who uh, had like the weird like face mask thing. Yeah. <laughs> Koharu's double or something. I, I yeah, forget. yeah. I honestly like, yeah. forget. It's wild, and I felt like that last chapter really just kind of was just like, man, there, there's so many crazy ideas here that I really love. This is a great ideas book. I feel like it could have been good. They just simplify it. Yeah. I don't need all this. Like, I don't need all this lore of why things manifest in the world. Right. It's fine. Like I've read, I've read, I've played JRPGs that are less dense than this, like, uh, <laughs> and like things I could, I could explain to you from those games. I couldn't tell you word one about this thing. Like there are concepts that manifest in the in the real world that are like the embodiment of fears, and that was going to lead to some big catastrophic thing unleashing, and that's really all I remember. But all the stuff with like how Koharu was born, pfft, I. Don't even ask me. I can't. I couldn't tell you anything about it. It was very confusing. <laughs> maybe this is. Maybe that's part and parcel of how it ended. But again, too much. Too much. Last Sayuki. And I ended up liking Last Sayuki the most out of all of us. Probably. I read all of it, and I was the one who was who was saying I was worried about it from the start because of the brother sister thing. That's right. You and had you had the worst first. I know. Impression. I had the fir- worst first impression. But really, it doesn't seem like it was. It really did seem like it was going to be like a friendship thing, which is fine. A friendship and family thing. It's just then the problem came up with, again, with the story being too much. So that's all I really have to say about it. R.I.P. Gone too soon. Pour one out. Anything else uh, from yourself, Zach, on that one? No. um, Actually, I'm I'm kind of tempted to maybe... I I might actually reread this one from the start since it's only like 20 chapters and maybe I can make some sense of it. Um, yeah, actually, that's actually, not a bad idea. I think yeah. I kind of liked it, maybe from what I read. Yeah, it. It. I will say it. It had more ambition, I think, than some of these other stories. I think it. It set out to be something a little bit bigger and more interesting than most jump starts. Sure, I would say, but it, I think it stretched a little bit. And then, considering that it ended super early, 
well, got canceled. That just didn't help at all. So maybe if it had been allowed to continue, it might not have had these these problems of just so much lore dumps. But I'm not. I can't be sure about that. So, yeah. Rest in peace. Press F to pay respects to the last Sayuki. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to talk a little bit about the rankings and just general impressions from other things. Uh, briefer look at some other stuff uh, throughout the month of August. So we'll be back in just a minute. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinborough, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. All right, welcome back. So, in a change of pace, as we mentioned at the top of the show, the second half of today's episode is going to be us just broadly talking about some of the series running in the magazine um, in Japan and that we're getting here, though just no longer in magazine form. Talking about the um, unofficial rankings and such, there hasn't been too much of a difference since last month's discussion. A lot of the same stuff are at the top and the bottom. We've got, you know, longtime favorites such as One Piece still regularly towards the top. And a little bit of a preview for next episode when we announce our next book club, so a month and a half from now. Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba has frequently been up at the top, and we're going to actually try to somewhat catch up with that. Maybe not read everything, um, but by next time we talk Shonen Jump, or at least next time we talk Book Club, Mm -hmm. we'll be discussing that. And so look, in the near future, we'll be talking about what is apparently Mm -hmm. one of the magazine's biggest hits. Right. And it's still catching up in the, the app in the um the archives they have right, there's the a bit first of a gap couple of volumes i think they have up to volume seven or so then there's a gap of about 60 or 70 chapters and they're currently there's a note there that says they're backfilling it so it'll be a while before they have it all there i think but they have quite a bit now right. and they have the latest chapters too it wouldn't be the first series that i'm following where i read the first couple volumes worth and then jumped ahead yeah yeah like yeah. we said we did that with food wars so and My Hero Academia. Right. Though we have since caught up with My Hero Academia through the anime. At least Walter and I did. We read the first couple volumes, filled in with the anime, and then stopped when we got to where we started the manga. Yeah. I need to do that one day. <laughs> the anime is a pretty good adaptation. Oh, yeah. Of the manga. It's um, not one of the crappier looking. It's one of the better looking shonen, current shonen series. Right. It's It's not like a... I think it's for a... It's main... by Studio Bones, who generally does pretty good animation work. Yeah, and for a main yeah. a mainstream shonen anime adaptation that's on that's not like, you know, just a prestige type thing, I think it captures Horikoshi's style well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not like as fantastic. It's pretty good. But 
yeah it it looks like the series right okay that's cool um it is kind of of note one of the things that brought uh demon slayer to my attention at first was its anime adaptation i had seen some some like clips and screen grab grabs from it and it it actually is a very pretty anime as well oh really you you know i think i saw it on maybe hulu or something the other day yeah Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it was recently added there or you know you never you never know with like all these things recommending to you by algorithm it turns out like you think they recently added something and it's secretly been there a few times it's just for like a few months or longer it's just taken this long for the algorithm to realize hey you might like anime does, <laughs> does uh does hulu have a lot of dubbed stuff because mm-hmm. we started watching we started watching jojo's subbed on hulu the third uh yeah. Stardust crusaders which is pretty good that's another pretty good really good adaptation yeah. which i talked about yeah. during the jojo's episode but yeah I think I've heard, yeah, you're right, Zach. I've been hearing more buzz about the Demon Slayer anime. So it must be picking up steam. And I have no idea. Like I said, I don't really have any sort of foundation with Demon Slayer. So I don't really know how far the anime is or how much how much they've covered as compared to where the manga is right now. Yeah, I, I think it's still pretty early. It Man, there is a lot of anime adaptations of big things though right now have either of you guys watched any of uh promise neverland or dr stone uh, no, no haven't gotten around to it. yeah i don't really I, have i haven't either i don't really have much interest in them because mm-hmm. i've read all of those particular manga and i like the styles of those series and i'm not super interested in yeah i think this the style is a big part of both of those I'm, series i'm sure they're i've heard that i've heard at least that promise neverland people like it i don't know how good it is of an adaptation but i'm sure it's Pretty decent. I don't know anything about Dr. Stone. I know it's exclusive to Crunchyroll, I believe. So that's oh, really? like one of their big... Interesting. Okay. Their big things. I, I could be wrong. I'm sure it'll... We're just recreating cable. <laughs> I'm sure it'll get picked up. Well, most anime streaming services are a little cheaper than... Crunchyroll is a bit cheaper than some of the other sure. streaming. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Stone, it looks pretty good. It doesn't look as good as the manga, which is another thing with My Hero Academia. But it does... It does to get the style right. better than like current One Piece gets Ichiro Oda's <laughs> style. The current One Piece anime. Current One Piece are like Ugh. ever One Piece. What's that? Current One Piece are just like ever. And I earlier mean, it was on okay. it looked a little better. It didn't look great. It was okay. Okay. Well, I liked it. <laughs> maybe maybe if you watch the movies you'd like you'd like that style. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> You're so mean. The movies are good. <laughs> Whatever, Walter, whatever. Um, something else I noticed when I was looking in the um, looking at the various table of contents is I think there's only one series that's running in Weekly Shonen Jump in Japan that is, as far as I'm aware, not here, um, which is Yuna of the Haunted Hot Springs. Do either of you know anything about that? I don't know anything. No, yeah. I don't. Let's see. Because everything else, as far as I've seen, besides like the occasional one shot, that doesn't um, we don't get. We don't. There, there is an anime on Crunchyroll. So we got something subbed. It looks like something we would probably not like. Okay, so. yeah. I mean, the haunted hot springs <laughs> kind of makes me make that assumption too. Yeah. Yeah. And still, kind of consistent with what we said last month. A lot of those newer series are. 
sitting at the bottom. Double Taisei and Beast Children are fighting for last place. Ugh, I wouldn't be sad to see either of them go. I don't think Double Taisei is like terrible. I just can't get excited about it. Yeah. The the most recent chapter of Double Taisei was very strange. I don't even know if I if I can describe what was so it was like just a weird kind of detour trip. Was it about the guy that his he was supporting his family? No, it wasn't. That was, I, that I was liked a that little sub arc. Um, oh, it was about the girl, right? And, and her shogi method. It was a very strange uh, chapter. I find the storytelling kind of weird. I think I don't feel like they've done enough to like explain the condition. That well, he has. I, I think that I, I don't think I, I think it's good in that regard. Okay, like, I, I don't think it should be described very much. I guess I mean more right. I mean, I guess I mean more in the sense of how does he live? He doesn't really. There, does he just live with this fret or his mom? I guess he just like Sora in Kingdom Hearts, where you're supposed to forget that he has mom. <laughs> I mean, he lives with his mom. His mom takes care of him. Okay, maybe I'm just. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> And then when, you know, the darkness comes and destroys the world, then, you know, we can just kind of forget about that. Okay. Yeah. I really yeah. hope... I see Yui Kamiya is kind of low, too. I like Yui Kamiya. I hope it stays. Yeah, it's really been... Of, it's like, the weird, most recent it's... batch, it's been the sleeper hit for me. I, I like it a lot. I think it... It kind of reminds me... Okay, so it's giving me, like, a Sailor Moon vibe now. This violin lady gave me big Sailor Moon vibes. I know you guys, I don't know how much of it you watched, if at all, when you were kids, but these no, like, kind I, of villains was, of the week. I was a foolish adolescent boy who was like, I don't watch Sailor Moon, that's for girls. Yeah, same. And now I, I wish that I you know, hadn't been like that. Sailor Moon is good. It's yeah, a it seems, good good yeah. show for girls. I don't know if I'd marathon it now. Maybe right. just for the sake, but it's a good show. I've kind of been wanting to check out Crystal, yeah. The, yeah. Like, the like remake, you know. Yeah, it's good. It's a... Uh, uh, they they also have those um i i think it's kodansha who's publishing those new like perfect editions um yeah. of the original manga that look really nice oh yeah we could check it out i was actually actually i was kind of thinking the same thing Zach. i forget why i was looking up sailor moon but i was like maybe we should uh look into that maybe sometime maybe sometime yeah so it gives me the it gives me those vibes and it's been it's been kind of delightfully weird for a while so see i i I know the cliche for any like hybrid shonen action slash romantic comedy you know the cliche for western audiences is to compare it to tenshi muyo but i think in this case it's an apt comparison because it's very like tenshi did with like the space stuff it is very quickly delved into the weird supernatural stuff so like i said it's a bit of a cliche to compare it to Tenchi in that sense. Uh, yeah. It, it, just in general, that like, you know, a lot of these kinds of series get compared to it. But I think it's an accurate comparison in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if only they do an anime and the main <laughs> character speaks like this. Oh my God. We watched the uh, dub a couple, like maybe over a year ago at this point. A couple, the first, some of the first episodes. No, it was about when we were in our new place, I thought. No, we were at okay. our old place. I remember. You have a better memory than I do. I'll never forget watching the first two episodes of Tenchi and being like, wow, I used to think this was a good dub. 
Oh, no. Well, <laughs> I used to think that the ocean dub of Dragon Ball was good. Well, it's not that the dub was bad. It's just that the script was bad. Right. The dub voices were, I think, fine for what they were. But at any rate. Zach, unfortunately, your new favorite seems to be struggling a bit, too. Oh, man. I'm going to have to give it... No, not oh, that. Well, that does Shinobi. seem low. That is yeah. pretty yeah, low, no, too, Tokyo especially Shinobi. for something from... Uh, from, uh, from Kishimoto, yeah. The story, anyway, but yeah. still. he had, That has a pedigree to it. I, I think I right. mentioned last yeah. time that I stopped reading Samurai. But I, um, I, I didn't read it this month, not because I didn't want to, but because I just kind of ran out of time. Yeah, sure. it's like... It's fine. Like last month's chapters were interesting. I felt like it kind of maybe turned around the like weird princess stuff. That's kind of it didn't turn around, but it made it a little bit more passable or like okay. palatable. Yeah. But it's it's still it's still weird. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's going to be around very long, which is really surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. I guess star power alone might not be enough. Yeah. Fancy yeah. It's no Boruto, that's for sure. So. <laughs> I like the art, uh, which, too. Oh, man. Boruto uh. is so good. <laughs> <laughs> the Boruto. Uh, I won't see Boruto on this list. Well, that's a monthly, so we're only... Oh, I see. That's only for Okay, like I one. thought maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I actually think... I don't actually know that it's published in Weekly Shonen it, Jump. Yeah, it might, it might be not be. another magazine. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of the monthly stuff is technically in other magazines, right? Yeah, let me let me check and see uh, what week that came out. So that was on August twentieth, um, which is actually not like one of these, mm. right? Yeah, so I yeah, think so it must come in another magazine. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, there <laughs> is there are some interesting things happening there. Oh, maybe I'll get around to it when I. I'll eventually, you'll you'll eventually push me over the edge, and I'll read all of Naruto. Uh, yeah, I yeah. will. You can do it for a summer comic binge next year. Read yeah. something good. Yeah, something good. Hey, you read a you read a One Piece. You read a lot of One Piece, Zach. So I did read a lot either. of One Piece, and yeah, I I am I haven't read any more since because I was just kind of taking a little break. But uh, One Piece is good. I really like yeah. how it how how it wrapped up the the romance dawn or the east blue, east blue. Arc. yeah saga i should say the east blue part. yeah the east blue well the, uh, i think romance dawn is the first arc yeah and then and then the, yeah there's arlong park and then that little um kind of epilogue thing where everything just goes insane <laughs> um like buggy uh, oh and yeah chop chop alvita uh, alvita yeah they show up again like yeah I just remember the anime like implies there's like something going on between them. It's really weird. <laughs> they have like an extra like filler, not even an episode, but like a filler scene when they're like escaping. Yeah. And Buggy's like, man, she's hot. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> it just felt like they needed like three more seconds of dialogue. And I was like, okay, no, this is not Buggy. No, don't say that Buggy. Oh, no. So, no, I mean, nothing like happens, but uh, sex is, sex is pretty much non-existent in One Piece, except for like, once or twice, where let let buggy chop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you haven't even. I think the point that will. I know you you really liked what you read so far. Um, I think the point that will make you like 
be a fan for life will be when you get the neck get through the next arc yeah um the alabasta arc alabasta arc is the best it has the first really great villain arlong's cool but he's not crocodile yeah. Um, okay. And, that's that's encouraging. And yeah. it's not one of I feel like you know the most like you know Satisfying. heartfelt emotional moments in the series so far. The chopper arc is really emotional too. I don't know if Walter. Agrees. That's later. No, chopper's before. It is. Oh, chopper's before. Never mind. I've got my. The chopper arc is mixed up. Is the first like really sad thing that happens in One Piece? I think. Well, no, you I know, like I it said, too. Okay, I wasn't sure how much you liked. it. <laughs> Um, and then there's yeah I don't know the stuff with in Arlong yeah it was pretty sad with uh, Belmere um, that that stuff is yeah pretty heavy poor Belmere yeah. I can't believe she got thrown in the dungeon for life <laughs> that was so sad that's the that's a little uh, four kids dub reference. it's so fu- oh, it's okay. so funny like, because <laughs> it's so funny because when the arc ends it's assumed they just leave Belmere there they don't, <laughs> they don't rescue her. <laughs> She was just thrown in the prison for life. I guess you're supposed to assume she died. They can't say it. But they don't even go check. They just leave. <laughs> I don't I don't remember if they actually say anything, but yeah. No, I love the Velomir stuff and the Chopper Chopper's arc is really, really good. It's really sweet. And pretty much all of the crew members have sad backstories. Sad and, no, like, weird backstory. Nobody had just, like, you know, a happy life until they decided to become a pirate. They're always, like, really strange. Like, like cop, copper. <laughs> Chopper was, you know, a reindeer that ate the human-human fruit. So he gained sentience. And this led to him being treated like Frankenstein and treated like a monster until he was taken in by a kind man. And it just kind of goes from there. It's, it's really good. So if you ever get time to read the next arc, I would suggest it. I'd say there's only only like two bad arcs in One Piece. One of them we just got past. Or did we? Well, it it wasn't okay. It was readable. It just wasn't great. And then there's some high points. There's a bad arc, a little bit after the time skip, a little bit before time skip, That's and it. a little bit after. I would say they're not good, not terrible, but not something I would ever want to reread. But yeah, Fair it's enough. definitely worth reading all of it. What's that? I said they can't all be winners. No, no, not with something this long. So Another one that's usually near the top. Um, Zach, are you caught up with Black Clover at this point? So I missed a few chapters, maybe like a couple months worth, but I did catch up this month. Um, so I'm back on track to keep going. And uh, is it is it dropping? Oh, no, no. It's, oh, uh, no, it's up there? Okay. It's up there. It's one of their big hits, I guess. Um, so... Are you current on it? Either I'm current. You are I've, okay. I've, I've read every chapter at this point, actually. Okay. The big black clover fan. Backfilled yeah. at one point it, when you were keeping up and I wasn't. Yeah, it um getting some big world building. Yeah, again. I mean, it's, yeah. It's okay, I guess. I mean, it's a, it's one of those things. Like, is it better than Countdown? But yeah, that that's not saying much. <laughs> I guess you're right. It's one of those things where, like, the last the arc that just finished just felt like such a big, like it felt like the sort of thing that would normally be the end of the series, the climax of the series. So, and I know I I'm particularly guilty of saying that a lot um, about a lot of this series, um, but it, it just kind of like I feel like where how can we really top that i mean they 
they've, they've since clarified that it wasn't the devil. It was like oh, a man. devil. Um, that, that's kind of lame. They did not just fight. There like are the, lots of devils. The Satan. At, at first, it was a bit ambiguous about that, and I think maybe maybe it was like a translation thing that at that point they didn't quite know. And so I think at one point they did translate it as like the devil. Mm. And so I was like, God damn, <laughs> they're going for it very early. They're fighting the devil. Um, where is do you the, go from here? Is the devil somebody that has been talked about as like a main villain in not Black Clover? Really. It would be like if One Piece was like, you're going to fight the devil now. I mean, <laughs> it could happen. They could. Technically. The devil, devil fruit. That's probably already a thing. That sounds. Well, that sounds. Technically, like there is a character that kind of has demonic powers, Blackbeard. But so, yeah. you know, I'm. This next arc, we're a little bit into it at this point. It could be interesting. We'll see. The de aging of the Wizard King was kind of an odd little wrinkle. Yeah. What? That sounds interesting. What is that? It's. <laughs> how, the it's a lot. It was like time magic, right? Was that his thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, it it kind of the way it was described really reminded me of a thing in like really late stage Naruto. Actually, not even that <laughs> late. late. Kind of like, kinda like mid, kind of like mid, mid, mid Naruto. There's like a concept where a character can store up energy in this like spot in her forehead and use it to heal when she's okay. really injured and mm-hmm. it seemed like he was doing a similar thing he stored up magic um in this particular spot and hmm. when he was killed it revived him but younger was, yeah but younger he couldn't like age up all the way you love to see it you do you do love <laughs> to see it so now he's like a little boy. I mean, not a little boy, but, um, but he he can't be the he can't be the wizard king anymore. Oh no, that's true. Um, he doesn't young? have the power. Yeah. Oh. So huh. that'll be interesting, um, and has has the potential to be interesting, I should say. D- um, yeah. Because because right now, at least it it looks like. It's going to the upcoming arc is going to be like focusing more on the like politics and intrigues of the um, kingdom, which on the one hand sounds more interesting. On the other hand, I'm not sure if that's something I really want Tabata to be doing. Like Tabata is just at his best when it's you know over the top action, dumb shonen stuff. Yeah, so maybe you know I'd, I'd love for it there because there have always been some like moderately interesting like social political aspects to the story so you know i could be wrong and this could be like you know a more subdued little sub arc i imagine it's not going to be very long it doesn't seem like that kind of thing with them being like you know judged by the uh the the royal court thing yeah yeah um before they go off on like you know They've they've done the whole kind of like we talked about in Promise Neverland a while back of like, you know, saying basically forecasting, all right, now that we know that we're here to stay, here's basically the next like three arcs. They've, you know, talked about like three different neighboring kingdoms, which we haven't I, I don't think we've heard of them yet um until now. Cool. Um <laughs> Right, right. And it's like kind of a, <laughs> at least i felt like a oh duh moment um because you know we've we've got the clover kingdom and, and then the diamond kingdom has been attacking them and then 
the other ones that are introduced are the the heart and spade kingdom yeah so it's the just heart like, interesting yeah so because you know clover is also like the clubs of the suits Cards. yeah so clover club yeah so that uh, it could be good mm-hmm. i'd like to be my my not so charitable damning with faint praise is that i think like the things in black clover that are interesting are kind of by accident but i'd like to be proven wrong <laughs> yeah yeah it would be nice yeah can we talk a little bit about what happened in my hero academia oh sure why it was not? Sure, kind of yeah. a big deal this yeah, one chapter so we were talking about where is shigaraki gonna end up well <laughs> apparently he's like the he's head of the king now <laughs> so he's like head the, of the par- paranormal the, liberation front yeah army front yeah Insert Life of Brian joke here. The, the um, protracted people's war against... Um, against people that are not, don't have perks, yeah. I guess. And now Redestro is like a suck-up. He's like his of... sycophant, <laughs> yeah. too. And he's in this little shirt. We thought he died, but this is cool. He's, <laughs> he's actually just... I don't know what happened to him. It almost seems like he got brainwashed or something, but I think he, I think he might be overcompensating for having lost and he's just trying to. Well, I think I always got the feeling from Redestra that like his thing, although he has this like really brutal power, he's always been more of like, you know, a. he's been a ideas guy. So like, you know, now he's in some ways, like (laughs) I feel, I feel like maybe this new situation with Shigaraki is for him a sort of a new challenge to yeah. kind of work back up from the bottom. That could be cool. I could see him coming back in some way. Like, Redestro reminds me of, like, some guy, some really animated guy in a commercial about, <laughs> like, bank loans or something <laughs> who becomes really powerful but doesn't really know how to use his power and he kind of fucked up like he did in the fight with Shigaraki. He just wasn't ready. Yeah, like, for... I, I feel what we're seeing with this whole, like, new sycophantic um, side of him is supposed to be kind of like what he was like before when he was still working up the ladder. Yeah. I think there might be a, I think someone might make a remark to that effect in that chapter. Yeah, this is really interesting though. I think this is cool and could have some good repercussions. Yeah. Because now it's kind of like, wow, it seems like things are accelerating because now, yeah, Shigaraki, the, I think, pretty certain he's the main antagonist, has an army. Uh, that's, yeah, he that's has a big army. deal. He has basically infrastructure with this business yeah. infrastructure with Debt Narat, which is Redestro's so company, and then it's these se- politicians or whatever. Yeah, it are, seems like something that, that can't be like... Ink. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gorillas, I guess, are... I, I guess that was okay to translate Shonen Jump, but not... not um, well, I think the term predates the gorillas in that oh, case. Oh, it does? Okay. I think so. I could be wrong. Yeah. But, um... So the, it seems like a threat that will have to be dealt uh, dealt with sooner rather than later, both in the context of the story, you know, just something that the heroes will have to deal with. And just as like a, it, it's beyond like, you know, a Chekhov's gun. It's, you know, Chekhov's army. It, if, if we don't hear about Shigaraki and his like legion also, anytime well, soon, it'll be weird. What was going to happen with the Metal Liberation Army if he hadn't beaten Redestro, right. right? That was too big of a thing to just remain there and not be co-opted in some way, mm-hmm. right? So now Shigaraki kind of has his own nation, right. a small nation state <laughs> of heroes. Well, not heroes. Quirk. I forget what the meta ability users. Quirk havers, I, I like that, yeah. Quirk havers. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a really cool turn, I think. 
Yeah, I I agree. It. Yeah. Yeah. This was all a really good arc. This whole thing with Redestro was great. I liked all of it a lot. It had some of the best chapters that the series has had. Yeah. And Redestro, I'm glad he's still around. He could, I think he might throw a wrench into stuff eventually. I don't think yeah. he's going to forgive Shigaraki for right. taking all of his power. And he's certainly not going to like turn face either. Apparently he lost the ability to walk. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a little sad. Yeah, because I guess Shigaraki got a little bit more control over his power. I think he I was blasted little, his legs off. Yeah, it's a little uncertain what happened there. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it like alluded to his like feet were still on the ground when oh. Yeah. Shigaraki yeah. Like Oh, no. Off. Yeah. Maybe he just went into shock and now he's a little bit crazy because he looks crazy in pretty much yeah. every single panel here. Would be he's gonna, he's gonna pretty become dramatic. The dang, the dang Joker. <laughs> it, you know that's fine. Also, Hawks is still doing his. Double. Yeah, that'll be interesting because because that's kind of what Hawks acknowledges that like wow, this Shigaraki. is something I can't just really sleep on anymore. We need yeah. to kind of do something about this. Yeah. So, I, I think I think there will be a payoff for this quickly. Yeah. I don't think it's going like, to be something that's going to be stewing for a while. I, I almost I don't know why I get this feeling. I feel like Hawks could be killed by one of the heroes. Yeah, Hawks. For, double, for being a double agent. Or if not specifically by like one of the heroes, but I feel like... I Don't they know that he's a double agent? Like, don't, isn't he still working for the heroes? I don't know who does and doesn't. It might not. It might be that not all the heroes know. Know that, yeah. I forget who stuck think, him in there. I think Endeavor doesn't know. Endeavor definitely doesn't. And that know. would be a candidate for like ac- the person to like accidentally like overzealously, if not kill him severely injure yeah. him. That would you know certainly fit with. There's only been like one hero that's died that I know of, and it was freaking Night Eye who I liked. <laughs> well, no, I mean other heroes have have died. Right. I think, but but like major, in the story, relatively major characters in yeah. the story. So I guess a very quick mention one of the few newer series that is kind of rising above the others into firm like middle um of the table of contents rankings um would be chainsaw man which mm-hmm. before we started recording this segment i th- i said i don't always like what it's doing but i'm glad it's around i think it has some really cool kind of set pieces sometimes like there yeah. was a really cool chapter a couple weeks ago where one of the guys I don't know how to describe this. It's best just seen in the actual on the actual page. But like right. one of the guys made a figure with his hands. It looked like a face and or like a like a wolf's mouth or something. And he put it like like at a distance, so it looked like it was going over the head of a of a demon he was trying to kill. And like the image of his hand like turned into that yeah. thing, and it like cut the demon's head off, which is really cool. Yeah, so there's there's ones. a lot of cool stuff like that. There's a lot to like. There's a lot to not like. It's. It's a mess, but I'm, it's I'm glad messy. it's around. It's definitely messy. It's not. It doesn't seem very sound narratively, but no, I like reading it actually. And now they're being trained. Power and Denji are being trained by this alcoholic guy who's just like, just kind of a stereotypical like cop from like I don't know NCIS or the something. Bad cop though, yeah. Who, of course, and then he has like a soft spot for them or something now. Oh, of course. And he's training them to be stronger and he keeps killing them. But they recover. I think I must have missed that like Denji can come back to life from being like chopped in half. I I think I knew that, but like 
It's not like he doesn't still feel pain. I think he does. <laughs> he just so, gets... So it should still technically be murder, even if he doesn't actually die. Yeah. You can't just do that. I don't know. I think it's good. I don't know if I would recommend it. No caveats, of course. I'd say it's a bit strange and maybe try to read it all in one because you'll understand it better that way. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's fair. That's... Yeah. All right. Uh, any other closing thoughts on the month that was in August? No, I don't think so. It's kind of funny. Like I came in not having a, a ton to talk about, but I think we maybe went a, more in depth than we have in a while. Yeah, we talked sure. it up. Yeah. All right. So that's going to be it for uh, this part of the month. As we said at the top of the episode, um, we're we're now splitting up the Shonen Jump description or Shonen Jump review section and the book club review so we will be back in about two weeks for you guys with blam Mm -hmm. so we'll well you'll hear from us then bye for now